never listen to that voice in the dark unless it's better buddies Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we've got Calvin. Can you say that again? That was real quiet. <laughs> what? There we go. And James. Oh. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. Do you think breaking up is a sign of failure? Why or why not? I mean, it's a failure. Just the question is if it's a good one or and whose fault it is. Well-thought answer. Yeah, I would say, like, by definition, it constitutes a failure, but a failure isn't necessarily a loss, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say breaking up can be a failure, but I would not call it a sign of, fail- of like, general failure mm-hmm. on both parties' part. It depends on the situation a little bit. Somebody can definitely be a total failure, and because of that, they made a shitty romantic partner. But yeah, and I mean, something failed at some point. But who knows? It's usually not usually, but it could be for the best. Just and might not feel like it. Those those relationships where it is an amicable parting, it's technically a breakup. But also, I would I would call it a successful ending <laughs> if it's everybody's amicable and cool about it. Task failed successfully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I mean, what's the... It's, like, corny to say, but there's that old adage about uh, you learn more from failure than you do from success. It's yeah. very true. Granted, that is predicated on the idea that you learn from your failure, which you do have to do. <laughs> oh. um, yes. And, and that is sometimes much harder uh, than it sounds, but still. True. Very true. Okay. Well... That answers that. Our next segment, Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Who would like to start? I had one, and it's gone. (laughs) It's gone! It's It's all gone. Bye-bye. Woo! See ya. Um, One minute you're saving the whole galaxy. Next, you're sucking down Darjeeling with... What do you got against Darjeeling? Nothing. It's the line from Toy Story. (laughs) Wait, is it? Yes. Yeah, uh, don't you get it? Um, in... I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. You see the hat? I am Mrs. <laughs> Nesbitt. And he laughs. And yeah. Woody takes his arm, oh, opens his helmet up, slaps him with it, and closes the helmet again. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I, it's been a long time since I've seen that film. It's a shorter film than I remembered. <laughs> is it only like 90 minutes? Yeah. It's got to be a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, it is a kids' film. They they should they should be relatively shorter. Kids I mean, don't have a good attention span. Yeah, but also like it just been so long since I saw a movie that short when I've watched it last that it was like I've been going off two and a half hour two and a half hour blockbuster to blockbuster to then go to the theater yeah. in like middle of the pandemic, sit down and watch Toy Story in an empty empty theater, and get through the whole thing. It's like wow, that was that was brisk, but it told a nice story and had an appropriate amount of characterization. And still was that short. Golly, this is what crafted yeah. what crafted films looks like. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the whole trend of films being two and a half, three hours long. Sometimes it's warranted. Most often it's not. It definitely depends on their ability to pace themselves. That's like a really big thing. Very, mm-hmm. I think I agree. Like very few films like warrant um, an actual like a two hour runtime. That's kind of insane. But still, yeah. I'd even be fine with two hour if they kept it to two hour. Anyways, yeah. though. <laughs> uh, anything we want to recommend? Because I've already recommended Toy Story. I can't do that again. We, I know I've done that. Um, What have I been watching? I haven't watched anything lately. Uh, I'll go then. Because I got, I got one that I just watched the other day. Get for it. Uh, Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. is that the Charlie Theron one? It was. It was a little different than I was expecting in a very good way. 
Um, nice. Because I did not realize it was based on like a graphic novel. Yep. And then going into it, it was... Uh, the fight scenes were very good, but the only one I remembered from the trailer was one where she like gets a like a hose around a guy's neck and then jumps off a balcony and uses his weight to like slow herself and land safely as he's getting dragged across the floor, um, which was probably the most extreme stunt in the movie. But all the other fight scenes were really well done in not so much in the like crazy kung fu matrix like super fast action where they're 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 basically superheroes and they move that fast but in the very human realistic like speed at which they moved and fought uh james mcavoy's in it too and there were a couple of his fights where it's like oh yeah no that's that's actually how fast those people would be moving if they were having this fight yeah i did hear that the action was pretty realistic i also heard it's, it can be pretty it's like pretty brutal on all of the people in the fights like everybody yeah. gets even the people that are winning are just getting hammered oh yeah <laughs> there's there's one fight scene later on in the movie where it's like just getting destroyed and there are a few points where it's like okay yeah after that one you're not getting up and walking away from it like <laughs> y that's the most unrealistic it gets but the movie opens with charlie's Theron's character like in a debrief and she's got all the blood and the scar like the scars and the black eye and she's been beaten and from her mission and the like remnants of that the scar like all that's still on her rather than being like oh it's two days after the mission and you look like you just walked off the runway yeah is it like um is it comparable to something like John Wick or is it more stylized than that um I would argue John Wick is more stylized than this. Really? really? I, I, maybe I don't know what stylized means. Stylized would just style. mean... Yeah, it means, like, um, less kind of, like, realistic. And not realistic as in it's trying to be realistic, but kind of like you're saying where it's like, oh, these, the like... It would be not a, a relatively non-stylized or naturalistic, like, presentation of action would be it still feels like an action movie, but the fight is being treated. It's like, oh, these are real people. And even though they might be like, you know, spies or agents or whatever, they're still fighting and behaving like real people. There's no real like cartoon physics. Like they, they still fight and behave like real yeah. people. Okay. So it's kind of, it's kind of done like realistically. To yeah. Agree. It's, it's very real. It's pretty realistic, which was like the most stand thing. Like even, and even, like, for being a spy movie set, like, just as the Berlin Wall was coming down, it was not really a, like, your classic spy, like, James Bond kind of spy stuff. It was, again, very grounded, realistic, like, I think the most advanced thing is the bugs that they plant on each other. I, I didn't realize it was based in, like, 80, in the Cold War 89 Berlin Wall era. I, yep. I thought it was supposed to be placed, like, just modern day or whatnot I didn't no that, that threw me too because uh, it opens with a quote from jfk about tearing down the wall and then it goes to but the, and then there's some words that flash up there but this is not that story <laughs> it's like wait what interesting that's yeah um it's got the um arnim zola the guy who played arnim zola is in it as one of the handlers and uh what's his name uh james in Community, the AC repair school chair. Um, John Goodman? John Goodman's in it as a CIA handler. That's... Oh, I think <laughs> I remember that from the trailers. That's awesome. Holy shit. Yeah. Overall, very enjoyable action movie. Um, bunch of good actors and actresses. It was fun. And there's supposedly a second one coming out soon. Oh, Yeah. Rumored for 2022. Uh, Charlize Theron's working on it, so we'll see what happens. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Who would like to go next? I got one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay on my inadvertence continuation of uh, apparently benedict cumberbatch recommendations okay in that uh, i'm going to recommend the uh film the imitation game oh is that the one with the turing, uh, turing the, yes. the enigma code 
Yes, both are correct. So oh, it's okay. I, 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 it's not. Um, it I think it just got added back to Netflix. So I watched Ooh. it over the weekend. Um, I always enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of like biopics and like those. Um, it really depends. Yeah. Um, but this one, being a computer science <laughs> major, uh, I felt an affinity towards as it's based about um, Alan Turing, who is the father of uh, computational science um, and computers in general. Um, and basically, it's about him during World War II and their attempts to break the German Enigma machine, which was this like pretty it's it is it's not even that it was super high tech it's just that it was incredibly well designed with a very good um understanding of uh cryptography because it was a very simple mechanical design but even though the allies had one it didn't mean they could break this machine that was used to encode all of their transmissions so because of that um like the allies were just like, this code is just not breakable. It's just not breakable. And the Germans were super confident in it. Um, and it's basically Turing joined this team um, to try and break the machine and in the process developed what became came to be known as a Turing machine, um, which is the basis for how computers work and their logic and stuff. And you don't have to have a deep understanding of mathematics or, um, or any of that stuff to understand this film. Um, they hardly really go into it. They do a little bit, but not really. Um, it's more about his life. Um, and I think it's really well done. I think Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job in the role. It's got a, uh, who else is having it? It's got, uh, was it Mark Strong? Um, it's got, right? Is that his name? Yeah, Mark Strong. It's got uh, Kira Knightley. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, who's the guy from Game of Thrones? He You'll was Lannister. He was the 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 old Lannister Tywin? dude. Um, Tywin Lannister. Ty. Tywin Lannister. Um, Charles Dance. Who's this guy? Who's Charles Dance? Who? I gotta find out Let's who Charles him. Dance is. It, Charles Dance is his name. Yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in the Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, it's Charles Dance. You would probably rec- You would recognize him. He's he's in it. Um, so it's got a pretty solid cast. Damn, Charles Dance is in good shape. Old. He's got to be. He 70. is seventy-five, and he's in. When you just Google Charles Dance, he's in very good shape. Fuck, he is in good shape. I feel <laughs> bad about myself now. Let's move on. Anyways, Turing. But yeah, that's. Uh, that's basically what it's about. It's about Turing's life and some struggles that he goes through. Um, I won't get too much into it, but I would highly recommend watching it. It's just under two hours long, Ooh. and it's quite good. That's how you know it's good. It's under two hours. Exactly. Just like the man who killed Hitler in the Bigfoot was under two hours, and it was such a good movie. Okay. No, okay. No. Quality. <laughs> There's I, exceptions I, to every rule. Um, <laughs> I've uh, I've seen that movie. It's it's very good. I was actually very surprised. I expected it to be kind of like biopics or historical movies like that can sometimes be a little like sappy. They can be a mm-hmm. little saccharine. I thought that one like handled the subject matter because there's a lot going on in that movie all at once. Um, yes, and it handles it like very well. Um, it's it's a very enjoyable film. Yep, quite good. Nice, James. Just you, James. What you got? Um, I have got a show. Do you? That I just rewatched again, uh, or at least for the second time. It's called China, Illinois. What? Um, I think I've ta- maybe I've talked about this before with you guys. I. Bet because I, I don't. don't think I've ever it does not sound before. familiar at all. Okay, China, China, Illinois was a series that ran on Adult Swim from 2011 to 2015, and it basically centers around the kind of like exploits of a group of professors and a bunch of students at this fictional college called the University of China, Illinois, in the fictional town on the edge of the fictional town of China, Illinois. 
Um, it is the best way I can describe it. This is my like movie studio pitch. It is community meets South Park. Oh no! It is uh, <laughs> like you just took is, two irreverent media things and made put them together. You can't do that. I know, oh, and it's got like can. a dash of Adult Swim in it as well. So it's incredibly frenetic. It's feverish. Um, my gut reaction is thanks. I hate it. <laughs> I, I, that will probably if you do decide to watch it will probably be your reaction i love this show um definitely recommend it's got three seasons there are only three seasons ever made i wonder why <laughs> the excuse me the first season all the episodes are only 11 minutes long so you can get through that pretty quick second and the third season the episodes expand to 22 minutes it was really interesting to see the core of the show in the first season and then to see it kind of actually adapt to a traditional television structure. I'm not going to lie. I think this show, this show has one of my favorite episodes of television that I've ever seen. Um, and uh, it is one of the most versatile shows that I've ever seen. Like, really? It's not, I'm not going to like, I'm really puffing up right now. It's not the most amazing thing ever. It's got faults. And if you're not like a huge fan of some of the adult swim style where it can be very like coarse and sort of like I I'm not gonna say like lol so random but kind of the nihilistic or like quote unquote adult version of that might not like it this show does have heart at the very least it develops it and it has creativity coming out the wazoo like it is one of the singularly most uh unique shows I've ever seen um, uh, maybe you mentioned live action or animated. It's animated. Okay. So it's, it's yeah. So the animation style. What's I, I actually really love the animation style. I definitely think it's going to be something kind of like South Park, where love it or hate it. <clears throat> but um, I do like the animation style because it's very like it's almost bleak, but in a very kind of calm and open way. It, like it feels very empty, but but. For some reason, I find the aesthetic very uh, soothing. Um, and it, it can have moments of animation that are genuinely, for what it is, look very impressive. The animation can be very smooth at times um, and have a dimension to it that kind of comes out of nowhere and you don't really expect. It's it's very expressive. Um, it's, it's a really, really fun show. I would definitely recommend at least, like, if you want to, you could watch the first season. If not, you could watch... If you're not, like, a completionist, you could watch the second season. So you launch right into when it starts as, like, a quote-unquote, like, real TV show. But it's really enjoyable. It's um, There's a bunch of different people in it. I don't know if there's any that you guys would recognize. Um, Hannibal Burris is in it. Uh, the 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 most of the main people are voiced. It's kind of like a South Park thing where like the creator does like several of the main voices. Um, and uh, there's this other, there's this uh, girl in it who's voiced by this this woman named Greta Gerwig who is like kind of a kind of a famous kind of a not um, both both actress and director. Uh, she did Lady Bird. And she also did Little yeah, I was Women. Say, I recognized her name. Okay. Yeah, and she she's got a voice role. Uh, the voice acting in this show is fucking amazing. It is, it is insane. Um, Jeffrey Tambor is in it. Um, Chelsea Peretti from Brooklyn Nine Nine. A uh, lot of people show up in this uh, show. I would definitely recommend it. Very fun. If you're a fan of the like comedy in a in a kind of off-kilter college setting like community you'll like it of plot lines that quickly become surreal like in south park you'll like it and if you stick with it you might like it because it will slowly start to kind of even out um and it'll become a little more well-rounded so it rewards you for sticking around but uh yeah uh that's my recommendation China, Illinois. Okay. There is another thing I thought of that isn't really a media recommendation, but mm -hmm. it is kind of a recommendation and that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but for April Fool's, um, 
Reddit brought back um, something that they did five five years ago. Five years ago, something like that. Called um, Place, and um, oh, it's gone. They just wiped it. Wow. Um, but basically, what Place was is um, for those who don't know, is that you're able to um, place a single colored pixel on a map on this like canvas uh and you're able to place it there um every uh sorry i'm trying to pull up a copy of the map is it every um, like, it's more than once because for whatever reason i thought like each once, account got one no you got you got to, you could place a pixel once every four minutes okay yeah so you would place um, a single pixel once every four minutes and basically that's it and then um yeah okay here sorry i'm trying to i, I found the image i'm gonna post it uh this is the final oh wow this is a, this the... file is so high res it's over eight megs i'll just post I was a link keeping, uh, keeping an eye on it a little bit and one of the funniest things to me was over in the subreddit for it was that the Canadian flag just could not get its shit together with the maple leaf. Yes. Well, to be fair, um, yeah. So basically communities banded together around this. Um, I, I suggest clicking that and saying open in original to get the high quality version um, where you can zoom in. Um, but communities would band together to to create this like this artwork. And this really did turn into like an amazing piece of like pop art. And it's just the perfect... It's like to me encapsulates everything great about the internet because yeah, there were a bunch of people like launching wars and like trying to like sabotage and like destroy artwork and all this stuff. But then you also had these like amazing communities coming together to like defend territory and create these like insane pieces of art. Uh, real quick. If you look at Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting at the bottom and zoom in on it, in the space above the two lightsabers clashing yep. is a bunch of geese with lightsabers. <laughs> yes, it's pretty great. Also, <laughs> if you look throughout this, one of the running uh, like meta memes is Among Us. So everywhere, there are these tiny little pixel Among Us. Like um, <laughs> if you look in Anakin's face... There's one on it. There's a little Among Us on his oh, cheek. Yep, there it is. Um, if you scroll down, or if you go down to the Arc de Triomphe in the blue, it's just in the left hand corner. There's just a bunch of Among Us guys. Um, if you look everywhere, <laughs> there are just Among Us just everywhere. scattered throughout the work everywhere, and it's and it's amazing. And there's some really cool dedications to a bunch of different stuff. There's a massive section for. Uh, Ukraine in support of Ukraine. Um, there's like country flags all over the place. The Canadian one did become a meme in that they were trying to draw a maple leaf and then people kept destroying it. And then that became a meme that the Canadians can't do draw a maple leaf. So nobody let them draw a maple leaf. Um, um, yeah, the way it was where, being presented in the meme was definitely just that they kept trying and failing, not that people were messing with it. Yeah. Well, they, they they were trying and failing, and then people snowballed and all that stuff. There was this really cool section that kind of got demolished. I found Waldo. Uh, towards the end. Yep, Waldo's in it. But if you look in the middle-ish area, there's, like, that face. I don't know what it is. There's, like, a big version of, like, uh, uh, face thing. And then just below that is this kind of, like, weird black artwork <laughs> yeah. thing. That would that used to be called The Void, and it was a lot bigger. And those it was this really big, abstract dark just completely black pixelated thing and it had like tendrils reaching out and there was this whole sub like subreddit thing dedicated to the void that was like slowly creeping in and like taking more and more territory a cult and, going. <laughs> yeah there were there are a bunch of cults that have risen up around this um our blue corner was back that was a that's a holdover from the original was the blue corner oh, um so they made a return um, Green Lattice, I think they have a presence. Green Lattice was a big one in the first one. I think they got a. They did. They, they didn't get as big of territory as they did the first time. But I believe somewhere in here is Green Lattice. Um, 
No, but oh, I think this kebab. is. I think this is one of the coolest things, really, to come out of the internet in a long time. And I hope they don't bring it back for another couple years. Yeah. Because I do think I do think you need the years in between for it to refresh. Because if you look at the timeline, there's time lapses of like the first one and this one. And after eight hours, the first one was just kind of disorganized mess. But this one had already taken shape and was like, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I just really dig this and I think it's so cool. And you can get lost in this for like hours, just like looking into all the different references. If you look at the near the top left one, uh, with the flag, I want to say it's maybe it's Turkey with the, the turkey, crescent the moon yes. the star. Yep, that's Turkey. And how it's got um, next to it. The Hagia Sophia. Oh. Oh, what's the uh, oh, what's that video game character with the needle? The um. Oh yeah 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 that's um. It's not Ark Knight. No, I think no, it is Ark um, uh, Knight. No, it's I don't know something. that it is. Anyways, this was this little video Anyways. game character with a needle, and the needle tip was like poking into the flag. And for a while, they'd allied with the fl- uh, the flag to make it a kebab on the flag. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But they got rid of it. I'm very sad about that. Oh, look, Lego. <laughs> yeah, there's a lunch Lego. One of my favorites is there's this green line that if you see the GameStop towards the center, just below the green the GameStop is this green line that's supposed to be kind of like the stock ticker. The green line goes up, and then they allied allied with like everybody along the way. So if you follow that green line, it goes up. It like goes through a nether portal through the Hermitcraft logo. It keeps going. Uh, At one point, it crosses a Golden Gate Bridge. I find the GameStop. It's pretty massive. Do you see the Osu logo? Oh, there's the GameStop. There's oh, there's the green line. Okay. Yeah. So if you follow that green line, it's like incorporated in all of the artworks. Um, at one point, it crosses underneath a flag, so they made a little bump in the flag <laughs> to show it crossing underneath it. There it is. I like, I like, I like how the German flag has like a road system that's like going yes. through like part of the artwork. Yes, the they German flag the kind of took over. And <laughs> like oh, the German flag took over. That's so surprising. Wow. Yeah. That's... Right. <laughs> <laughs> no precedent. <laughs> This, uh, I, you're right. I think this is actually really, really cool. I, I saw, I remember when they did this like a few years ago. I remember like a lot of talk about it. Mm-hmm. I remember it was pretty chaotic. And then I remember hearing that they did this again. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But I didn't look into it. Like, I haven't looked at it until you actually like brought this up and showed me. This yeah. is really, really neat. I, I agree. Like, I've said it before. I'm not the biggest fan of Reddit for multiple reasons, but. Being able to make something like this is definitely a testament to its capability, which I do mm. have to give it credit for. Um, I mean, Our this is like, cars. yeah, they're this pretty is like just a parking lot. Wildly impressive, like the also the detail. Yeah, got the giant VTuber section. Where's that? Uh, do you see where the German flag like intersects? Yes, the top right corner of oh, that there intersection. It is is just all VTubers. Next to the Pepe's. Perfect. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> I love it. No, you can get... Yeah, there's there's so many small little things and small little communities that f- popped up around this. Um, like, without doxing myself, the city I live in, uh, our subreddit, like, banded together to get the city flag Nice. placed on here so it's on here I, I i i'd have to find it but they actually managed to like because like in the subreddit <laughs> they're posting about oh i see i found it um sorry but, i just found spike spiegel see you space cowboy but the smoke from yep. the cigarette is covering over totoro <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> but um like on the subreddit for the city i live in they were like posting like all right we've allied with these two subreddits and their drawings we're gonna protect them they're gonna protect us like don't mess with their drawings and like it was it's just so much fun to see all of the like alliances that popped up and like all sorts of stuff see this is what this proves that not all of humanity is lost (laughs) no just that weird void cult yeah but there's there's still good you can yeah so i guess this is part of my rec as well is to go and admire the artwork that is our place i would honestly get a poster of this because 
it's pretty dope. What's with the weird, uh, on the far right middle, just above the German flag line, uh, just the multicolor mosaic happening there? Uh, that's a good question. It's that just... might be a t- holdover of, like, Void stuff, um, or it's something else. I really don't know. I think people just wanted to get rid of something based on the box it's in. And then it just became static, and yeah. yeah. No, there were well, yeah, there were whole wars fought over this stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's this, it's it's just so cool. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just mesmerized looking through it. Okay. Yep. This is great for a uh, audio podcast. Oh, it really uh, is. <laughs> but yeah, no, if you um, <laughs> if you Google it, I'm sure you can find it. But I was looking into it on the subreddit, and I knew they had done this. But um, as it ended, they it it just slowly turned to white, and there was like this expansion that just happened, and it like dissolved and was destroyed. So the official the official uh, like picture is now just a white canvas. You can't see it anymore. Uh, if you go to the Star Wars uh, A New Hope poster, and to the left a little bit, there's Ruby and RVB. Yep. As well as the sign yep. that says Feed Your Neopets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can probably, like, find almost, a, like, a representation of almost every, like, fandom, like, on the internet somewhere. It might be small if it was tiny, if, like, it doesn't have a major following. It might be only a couple pixels, that they were able to like hold off and defend. Um, but you can probably find just about any like representation of like anything. You say that I here. haven't seen anything Marvel yet. Um, oh, it's there's got to be Master Marvel Chief. in here. Found an energy sword. There, I, I would be shocked that there's no Marvel. More among us. It might not be massive because yeah. it's like where it's like too mainstream kind of deal. Um, but like, I, I, I would be shocked that there's no Marvel. There's more arcane here than I was expecting. Cause I got a there's poster be... for arcane down on the bottom, but then to the left in the French flag, the blue is uh, jinx with the flyer. <laughs> yeah. There's the lo-fi girl. There's gotta be like a Spider-Man or something on here. At the very least. Yeah. Right. Happened. Oh, wait, I, I think I'm I found not it. seeing it, but... So if you go to Anakin and Obi-Wan with their lightsabers yeah. crossed, go straight yeah. down just below the one circle. Oh, one yeah, the circle. Spider-Man. There's a Spider-Man. There's a Spider-Man face. Yep, That's great. so there, we go. there you go, Marvel. <laughs> That's all you get. Go down from there, though, to the peace sign. There's is it, It's not Weird Al with the hair and the mustache, but it's just filled with Among Us. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the Among Us was a big thing, was to put Among Us everywhere why <laughs> just what the meta became fair enough once and once that happens there's no turning back i think it started as a joke people were just trying to hide them yeah. and then it just became the thing did you guys see the avatar in honor of mako drawing uh-huh. and it's no. of uh uncle iro underneath the tree when he sings the song where is it oh um why'd you say Eero? if you What's his name? Iro. 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 Oh, whatever. Um, do right of Anakin and Obi Wan, or do right of Space Cowboy in the Totoro, on the other side of the German flag. Oh my God! How did I miss that? Oh, there it is. Damn. I should spend like I'll spend a long time just perusing this thing. Yeah. Just insane what people are able to like build like this. Yeah, and remember, you could place a single pixel once every four minutes. Can you just imagine how often someone kept trying to place the same pixel over and over again? Oh, this, this is all people had. Instantly. Yep, yeah, people had this just pulled up all day, and this is all they did. <laughs> For, like, this was after, I think this was a re- this happened in, like, four days, but it was originally just the top left quadrant. That's all that was the real estate. And then they slowly expanded it to the right. And then they added the bottom. 
I do find it funny they've got uh, they've got a Ziz a hole and it's right by it's right underneath Uncle Iroh, which is kind of great. Also got a little Adventure Time stamp and Benny from My Life as a Teenage Robot. I yeah. got everything on here. Holy yeah. shit! All right, well, let's move on to our next segment. Get off mm-hmm. the visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next segment, how to be a better buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice. Uh, when using the urinal, do you look down or forward? With the further details, I prefer looking down to see where my pee is going, also to aim at the splash guard for entertainment purposes. Staring at the wall just doesn't do it for me. I feel like you look to get set, but then, I don't know, I feel like it's weird to just kind of stare, but it's also a little bit safer to stare down. Yeah. Kind of alternate, honestly. Like, I'll just... yeah. If, I, if I'm feeling confident that day, I'll just stare at the wall. But I, <laughs> if I feel like I gotta, if I feel I gotta check, then I'll check. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be careful, like where you're looking though, because you don't want to be the guy that look like it seems like you're checking out some other dude's junk. But have you guys tried that challenge is. mode yet? Where you stand like five feet back? Oh no, you go in blindfolded. <laughs> you go in blindfolded. Oh. <laughs> Wet my pants. <laughs> I feel like challenge mode should be stand like five feet back. You can do both. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's ultra mode. <laughs> it's or giga mode. Uh, shooting oh, range five feet back, but you can't use the same urinal more than once in a row for five seconds. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How do you do that? Have very good I'm control. Off. I guess you can't your bladder. <laughs> Our next question, what good psychology tricks do you know? With the further details, doesn't have to pertain to any one thing, just scenarios you may know. Uh, the one I'm going to go with is the just start. Like, it's it's harder for your brain to stop than it is to start. So, like, if you're if you want to, if you're going to go, like, exercise, but you really don't want to, put your gym clothes on. Because then you've got yeah. your gym clothes on, you might as well go run. Yeah agree i would i would say in terms of um if you want to really make someone feel like you're listening to them or just actually genuinely listen to them just ask why not a lot not annoyingly but like if you're sitting with them like if you're talking about them or, or with them about their like their job or if they're in school like what they're studying they say, like, oh, I do this and this. Like, don't just brush it off and be like, oh, cool, I do this and this. Like, you should say, like, why do you do that? Why do you study that? Um, don't do it too forceful, because then you'll just come off as, like, interrogative. Why, James? Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> why? Because, why? as in, why do it or why not do it? Why would why you come off as too forceful? interrogative? That's a really great question, RJ. Let me tell you because I don't feel pressured. I feel listened to. Why do you feel pressured, James? (laughs) I said I don't. Why don't don't you feel pressured? pressured? You're breaking the con. Why don't I right now? Because someone's asking me about something that I normally don't get asked about. Why don't you get asked about that, James? Because no one really ever asks. That's a shame, James. Thanks, man. (laughs) Uh, Remember to watch the Here's a neat psychology trick, folks. Use a person's name a lot. They like that. It'll make them like you more. Right, James? I, I hate they, that. I hate when people do that. Well, you can... No, it works. You just have to do it, Sparrow. James knows how it works, right, James? With, why? I sure do, RJ. I sure do. But, no, I mean, like, it, yeah, that's what I would say, is, like, just ask them why. Like, actually ask them that. Because i found in my day-to-day life that very few people get asked question um and they will be more than happy kind of talk which is kind of nice sometimes that's my fun psychology fact what about you calvin i don't know i I, like what is yeah no i got nothing oh well cal gave me this all fake anyways he gave me this uh cal you actually gave me that one piece of advice once where it's like if you like a girl just tell her she's ugly and she'll like you back I don't so, feel like I said this. No, I think you no, did tell uh, me that. I don't like, remember this. James, I don't know, James. Like, do you think he really said it, James? 
I think he might have, dude. I think he James, was like, sure, James? To tell her that she's fat. <laughs> James, that doesn't sound like Calvin, James. <laughs> you gotta make fun of her clothes. Oh, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Just, did I, I just told you to nag her? Calvin, I can yeah, teach exactly. you a seminar. <laughs> $50, you can take his first course. <laughs> I feel like this is made up. <laughs> <laughs> Slander. I feel like Calvin just doesn't want to get caught for his secret for his trade secrets. No, this Calvin, is definitely slander. Calvin would never do something like that. I would never. I would. Calvin, why'd you just send me this link to sign up for a class? Calvin actually goes door to door with copies of that one guy's book, The Game, that <laughs> book about how to pick up women, and he, it's like being a Mormon. Like yeah. You have, time, you have time to listen about our Lord and Savior. By the way, you're fat. Your shoes suck. <laughs> Dude, that's what Mormons should do. That's what, and like those Jehovah's Witness people, they should nag people. I mean, should, like, they nag people. They're so close, and yet so far. Just one letter off, baby, but one letter makes a difference. You know, you gotta, you gotta, like, the, 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 the key to a good egg is like uh you know like you still got you got to make them feel like there's a chance that you could like them uh instead of you're just criticizing them that's the hook that's i don't feel comfortable that, with these psychological you tricks anymore you don't rj i thought <laughs> psychology no james fake. i don't feel comfortable with this james it's not what i'm into james oh damn Oh, I'm just Hot I'm tip. just giving advice. When in, when defending yourself, just use their name as much as possible to make them uncomfortable, and they'll go away. Or they'll hit you <laughs> if you don't know their name. Just start calling them Gregory or Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, you sure you still want to talk to me, Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Some yeah, listen Gregory. to RJ if you want to get hit, because that's definitely <laughs> the way you get hit. But Gregory. <laughs> Our Can't next wait. question. I think we helped people with that one. Our next question, how do you hold coins? With your Uh, hands? With your feet? My pocket? Put them in your mouth. Yeah, Jinx. I put them in your mouth. Yes, that's what God gave us cheeks. Both set. Like a chipmunk. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yes. You need to get a a burlap sack with a big dollar sign on it. Actually, a cent sign. That's for gold. There you go. For gold coin. Oh no, I guess I can't. If it's with cents on it, then yeah, yeah it James. Be. Did those sacks ever actually exist? No. Uh, so, I'll say yes. I'll believe. Yeah, like I like, do against like, one. It's a pretty like that would make sense. Like that's a pretty West Pioneersy thing to do. Is just write like Isn't it? can't forget. <laughs> this is the bag with the money in it. That's the bag <laughs> with the flower. Do not get the two mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> they're very similar but have yeah. different purposes <laughs> they're both in a burlap sack listen all right most of us are illiterate we only we barely know what the symbol for money is okay so just draw that shit on there and then we'll know because i could see that but i could also obviously it not being it i will also believe <laughs> i believe yeah or you know a piggy bank bank is always a good choice uh, make sure it's one of those ones you can actually open, though, because I that never made sense to me as a kid. When they'd like in cartoons and shit, they'd have the piggy bank and the kids break it open to get the money. It's like, okay, but what are you what are you gonna put your money in now? You broke the piggy bank. Why'd that's you do that? Joke. Isn't that, that was, the joke? Yeah, that no, but that's like that was. was I thought that was ideally. Yeah. No. Well, like kind of yes, but I also thought that was the point of initial piggy banks is that they it was almost like a. A childhood saving mechanism and when it was broken it was like a sign of like oh uh, it's like that era that it, it would be a sign that you've been saving up for a long time oh. so you know you're not getting the piggy bank back so it's oh. like you only break it in times of dire need or when you're ready to move on also so it's way. like it forces you to like hesitate because it's like well i have to shatter this to get my money out is it actually worth it Exactly. That was before they put corks in them, like cowards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The more you know, I guess. I always just thought people were bad at making piggy banks. Or just really skilled. <laughs> sure. Usually, 
beyond your really comprehension, mean? RJ. Clearly, I didn't human... understand why it worked. Yeah. Fun human ingenuity is usually a struggle between those two choices. <laughs> yes. All right, next question. As I get older, I'm noticing a change where I find myself finishing someone's sentences with song lyrics. I'm so excited, and I'll say jokingly, and you just can't hide it, etc. I wonder how common this is? Uh, I feel like James and I do the same thing, but with obscure machinima. We do. Oh, we absolutely do. Um, we do, we do, um, we do. I would, I would say, like, it's not uncommon. I would also say do not do that with, like, everyone you meet. Like, <laughs> that is definitely something that you reserve either for, like, if you really think it's going to be funny in the moment, then go for it, and you'll be able to tell whether or not it lands. Uh, otherwise, like, reserve that kind of stuff for, like, close friends. Because if you try that, like, consistently, like, by the third or fourth time you do it with, like, a group of people, they'll be like, aha, I get it. It's a song <laughs> it's, it's different when you're, like, when you're, like, quoting it with, like, a group of friends because it's more of, like, just a... Yeah. Um, it's the kind of shit that cool. makes people think you're speaking a different language when you and your friends go off on a just tangent of reference after reference down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how yep. Americans speak in media references. That's our second language. That's baby. our cultural heritage. That is our cultural <laughs> heritage, all right? Come on. When I claim we that do, on the next census, what are they going to tell me? <laughs> I identify as a television. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we shouldn't have put that one on there. Everyone's identifying as television. I'm a media American. <laughs> Is that too far? All visions don't pay taxes. <laughs> the perfect loophole. I'm a media American. I, that sounds like a song lyric right there. That sounds like a. I mean, it seems like what America. cartoons would be called if they were like, if we were in a cool world or a Who Framed Robert, Roger Rabbit situation. Yeah, dude. Would they be? Yeah, you're right. They would be. Well, because would it, would tune be like? Oh, that'd a, be slang. That'd be derogatory slang. You can't call them tunes. Would it be a slur? Yes. Would it? I think it would be. It absolutely would be. Yeah, I gotta agree with RJ. That's what they are. James, that excuse doesn't work for any others. Yes, it does. You can call it white people not. white. You call. What do you mean? It does not. Saying you could call you trying to use the defensive, but that's what they are, does not work for any derogatory slang terms. That's not a defense. Well, that, that is okay. Okay, fair enough. That is assuming it is a derogatory slang, which term. is what we were and saying. What, <laughs> but where's the evidence that it is, other than you saying it? You can't just say because something. Because it's a fictional, made-up scenario where we're saying it's more likely that it would be a derogatory slang word than just a name. Predicated on what evidence? There's there's fictional rules from which the word. I'm comes applying the from. current rules we use in our day to day interactions with other humanities, and what? the concept of like, oh, instead of using the word Indian, still we call them Native Americans, or like, uh, I want to say, Australia. Do they call it call? Is it Aboriginal in Australia, or is that not? How that uh, I, I've, I've seen a lot out of uh, people refer, um, use uh, first people first and people. first nations. Yes, that's the one. I knew there was a newer term that I didn't know as well. First nations is the current thing. The one, isn't that just the one in Canada? Man, I don't know. Uh, I've seen it used for um, like the indigenous um, like cultures and nations around the world. I've seen it used for American, um, Australian. So, I don't know. my point stands that Tune would absolutely be a derogatory term for animated Americans. <laughs> the animated Americans sounds better. Okay, I, I, I can vibe with the animated Americans. Media Americans sounds so clinical. Well, that's if live-action characters also walked out of the TVs. Oh, like TikTok stars. Like, they'd be media. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's yeah, TikTok stars are just media anyone, Americans. Anyone who's an influencer is now a media American. You better write that on your census, because if you don't, we're coming for your ass, for illegitimate, for, for lying on a federal document. I, it's a federal document, right? It's not a state document? Yes, the I census is federal. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little worried we somehow might have said something racist in the last five minutes, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, but I'm James, not a good I'm weather not using fan. your judgment on this one, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, you're fine, but the, the judgment stands. Uh, yeah, that's fair. 
Our next question. Oh, good. We're going to get ourselves in more trouble. Uh, this might bring okay. trouble, but what was wrong with saying female? I have... Is there something wrong with saying so female? Here's, here's, so I get these questions off the Ask Men subreddit. And here is the problem. Frequently, and this happens occasionally in uh, non-online spaces too, where people will try to talk about men and women, but they will just refer to women as females. And it's like, okay... We get what you're trying to do, but also you don't generally go around referring to men as males. And it, like just in your, looking at your history of conversa- conversing and question asking, so you're still kind of othering women because you're using different terminology, like terminology that does not align with the current pair bond of women and men. So you're still not like you're trying to humanize them, but you're kind of failing. So it's like a context thing. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I also think it's just how the word sounds. Like either male or female are very like scientific sounding clinical words. When you call a girl a female, it sounds like you're gonna like burn a glass box and like stick pins in her arms like a fucking butterfly. Like yeah. <laughs> just call her the female. Wow. <laughs> Here we can see yeah, the I'm wild saying... females in the American environment. Yeah, it sounds very like clinical and it sounds very sort of like yeah, very, very nasally, shall we say. Um, hey, James, did you see any females her... last night? Seen the females recently? It's like, really? Or <laughs> Where? James, did you go out with a female? <laughs> you, you, can, you can say it. It's just like, it. Um, if I heard a bunch of, like, men talking, like, the males are just so blah, blah, blah. Like, bitch, who are you, Charles Darwin? Did you see that mail and... over there? <laughs> yeah, look at that fucking I didn't mail. get a letter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, yeah, you can you can say anything you want, but I will just, I'll say how it sounds. And I do think... Oh, okay, here's the thing, too. Here's the thing. You know what I'm frustrated by? What? Perfect time to bring it up. Uh-oh. Um... The the intermediate colloquial or common pass through for women is like out of fashion. Like w- there's there's boys. What? There's what? I will. I'll try. I'll try to explain it. Uh, there's there's boys. There's men, and then there's guys. Right? Yeah. I understand that guys can refer to like a unisex sort of group or whatever. It can, but I but, did see a good example the other day that made me stop and think of just slightly crude example version of it, but no one ever walks up to a guy and says, so how many guys did you sleep with when referring to women? That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It's, it's, conta- it's So it's like, it's like, it's technically like unisex, but it's definitely more, it's still heavily gendered. And there's nothing for women. Like women Ladies. had gals. Right, ladies? No, that seems... No, I'm with James. That seems like in that... It's it's not the same context of saying, like, guys. Yeah, ladies sounds like... It sounds nice, but it sounds proper. Like, it it sounds a little... And calling, like... Gals doesn't fit for some reason, apparently. Ladies is too proper, and chicks is too derogatory? Yeah, chicks is too, like... You can call them chicks if you want to, but you're gonna sound like... Like a middle schooler. 40... Yeah, or like a forty-year-old, like yeah, like yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with gals, but it just sounds it it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't sound like the sound of the word doesn't really like actually accurately describe or illustrate like what it's talking about. It's so been like, like let go. It's not in the the parlance common yeah. use anymore. So I like that's frustrating to me because I want there to be like a, a colloquial common like name for girls but i don't see like because you can say girls i guess but even that Still that childish. sounds that, yeah yeah juvenile. yeah and if you say yeah. if you say girls as well i immediately think of like younger for the most part and yes. in some contexts that can be just like creepy yeah or just inaccurate like it doesn't like actually yeah. describe it well you're not gonna go down to the but... retirement home and say hey girls you want to ride my jelly? I mean, maybe that's actually that's actually kind of a sweet thing to do. If you, I mean, like, if you know, like, 
don't know. Is it? <laughs> I mean, some of them might appreciate it. Some of them might appreciate it. Some of them, they might be like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Um, But I, I don't know. Like, can't think of it. Of any... English is failing our <laughs> This is English. A, I think failed a long time ago. This is a problem. It's it no. It's still one of the best languages. It is easy. At least in is the it? top five, it is at like compared to Chinese compared to a lot of languages. Uh, we don't have to worry about the stupid genderization of like nouns. Don't we have it and we just ignore it? I don't know. We, not not really because we don't have like a, a a the that we use with different words. You know what I mean. So what it is is it's a hybrid of we have words that like have different versions depending on things that are similar to the way there is the genderized the in say German or Spanish. However, we just use the to mean to indicate everything. So while the word has different meanings, such as past plural tense having the genderized version of the, it's not a thing. In the same way, so like we have well chair and chairs or mice and mouse. Mice and mouse is the better example. Mice and mouse, but we don't have to worry about like mice and shimouse. It's just the mice, the mouse. Yeah, but is that a romantic language thing? Man, I don't know. I didn't. I took one linguistics course in college. Don't ask me questions. There's, there's not that in Japanese. No, but there is that in, for instance, German, which is not a romantic uh, language. German is very is. distantly related to the romantic languages, though. It's it's yeah, but it's like defined as Germanic. Um, like excuse it, it's, you, it's um a branch of the Proto-Euro-Indo-European. Doesn't yep. make it romantic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, correct, but those but are all like the, the same. same origin point. They are. They are. I guess the interesting thing would be: Does Russian have the gendered language? I I didn't take any Russian. I don't know. Here did I, because I'm not a fucking pinko, but... I, I don't feel like that's something you're allowed to say. I don't know what it means what? or how bad it is, but it sounds pretty bad. Literally, it's a 1950s term for calling someone a communist. Russia. Man, I don't know. You I can use old-timey right. slang all you want and still get called out for it these days. I don't know. Huh. Uh, yes, run, Russian has uh, gendered nouns. Thank you for saving us, Calvin. It's pinko slang for... Uh, a pejorative coined in 1925 in the United States to describe a person regarded as being sympathetic to communism, not necessarily a Communist Party member. Oh, pink is a lighter shade of red. Us pink is a lighter form of communism. Blah, 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 blah. I, that's not bad. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Well, oh, anyway. Oh, wait, never mind. Our last yeah. question this week. What X-Men member could arguably arguably defeat the entire team with the further details? And I'm referring to the classic mm. X-Men, no fresh new characters or crazy cosmic magi- magical enhancements, so no Phoenix Force. I don't know X-Men, so I'll just go okay. Quicksilver. Well, he's not in either of the two teams that are considered classic, so disqualified. Too bad. James. No, he wins. Um, prof- Like, Professor X, like, hands down, right? Like, he could just fucking crush people with his mind well no he is not a telekinetic so i guess you're disqualified well, too that's what you think he can just read minds oh he's telepathic yes can he like freeze people though uh he can shut down their brain okay okay <laughs> all right no, wait a minute james he can't hurt anyone he can only shut down their brain <laughs> Um, okay, technically, uh, he can't fucking throw people in the walls. All he can do is give them aneurysms. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually worthless. Also, next question is, would you consider him an X-Men? He's not on the team. He doesn't go out in the field. Oh, he's... They're named after him, RJ. What um, the fuck? <laughs> they're named after the X-Gene in their DNA. Thank you. Coined by... I don't fucking know. Moira McTaggart. We're gonna go with Professor X. Fair enough. RJ, who do you think will do? Uh, Jean Grey and the or Jean Grey or Iceman in the first iteration because Iceman's an Omega mutant who's literally living ice. Um, just bring him near some fire. He no, and he's, he can put like... out fire just by being that cold. He can drop things to molecular zero. Um, eh. In the second iteration, that's considered a classic, aka the all new X Men, where Wolverine was introduced as an X Men, including Banshee, Colossus, Storm, Nightcrawler. Uh, Thunderbird and Sunfire, also their international X-Men team, first version. Uh, I'd say probably Wolverine. 
maybe Nightcrawler gets a drop on him because his healing power wasn't as effective back then, and maybe help Nightcrawler could teleport his head off, but we'll see. Oh, there you go. Like how her, like, Jean Grey's status on the Marvel database got, like, all of her stats, right? Yeah. Got her current alias, her height, name, her living status. Her living status is alive, semicolon, formerly deceased. I mean, (laughs) Jean Grey's literally a revolving door when it comes to being alive. Well, now. It's pretty cool. She died and then was brought back by the Phoenix Force and then died again and then was brought back again and then died again and was brought back by the Phoenix Force again and then died again. That just, that means she's, and then she she's was got places to, to be, dude. Just trying too hard. And now, honky, yeah. in the Go current status quo of the X-Men, they live on the island nation of Krakoa, a living island, and they have a resurrection protocol where five mutants use their powers together and can revive literally any mutant ever of all time from the dead. So no one can, That's no mutant can cheating. die. I don't know. It sounds pretty fishy. They literally started off this run of the comics by having five, like seven X-Men go on a suicide mission where Wolverine was stabbing a sentinel as they fell into the sun. And Nightcrawler teleported him out into space to kill the sentinel and it like was incinerated instantly by the heat. And then they it introduced the resurrection how... protocol. <laughs> it's fucking nuts how much goes on in comic books. I guess like 70 years basically of stuff, but still. I mean, this is, here's the real problem. So like... Within both, like, Marvel and DC, there's the, like, core shit that goes on and is your regular comic book crazy. And then there's their, like, auxiliaries that are their own level of comic book crazy. Such as the X-Men, who are fucking around with shit like time travel and resurrection and alternate realities so often that they literally have two different future members of the team on their team in Bishop and Cable. Bishop is from a future where the Sentinels win and kill everything, except, like, the humans that they keep in concentration camps. Cable is uh, Scott is Cyclops and Jean Grey's son, who they took to the future to raise him for a while, and then left him there. They leave the kid there, and he gets raised by a cult centered around, nice. like, I think it was centered around the X-Men... And Apocalypse is in charge in that one, and Apocalypse kidnaps him and clones him and infects him with a techno-organic virus. So Cable is super strong, but nerfed by the fact that he has to use part of his superpowers to keep the organic virus from killing him. Yeah. How do they... How, do they, how do they keep track of all this stuff? How do they they do don't. It? They don't. Actually, they do. I give, give Marvel credit where it's due. They keep track of their shit way better than DC. In all of the times that, like, for, in their entire comic-spanning history, Marvel has rebooted its universe exactly once. And even then, it was an event reboot where all of realities, like, crumbled and got merged together into this one, like, battle world thing. And then put it all back exactly the way it was with almost no continuity change. It was just, like, characters... Like, when that happened, Miles Morales was introduced. Like, the continuity was just adding new characters rather than altering any backstories. Compare that to DC, where they have had as many reboots as decades I've known, as like five year spans I've been alive. Like, they've rebooted like five or six times in terms of continuity. So you have to ask if it's like pre rebirth, pre flashpoint, post flashpoint, pre infinite crisis, post infinite crisis, pre rebirth, post rebirth, pre 5G, post 5G, pre 52, post 52, when you're talking about continuity. Yeah. So. Suck it, DC. Get your shit together. Hey, they've had their shit together sometimes. But they don't need to be mean. Again, they so they DC was so DC had New Fifty Two. This was back when we were in like late high school, and then they rebooted again, and we're going to call it Five G. I don't know why, they just were, and they were gonna. I want to. I think that was a Five G where they were going to replace the main trio of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman with their successors. So it, okay. it was going to be like a black Batman who trained under him and Superman's son and somebody who took us Wonder, Wonder Woman's mantle. But the internal politics in the company and with like AT&T as their owner shifted so much 
that they canceled that entire plan and switched over to DC Rebirth, which took a lot of those ideas, but also didn't. And now they're in DC Rebirth, where it's like, okay, cool, uh, Superman's losing his powers and is on one mission to, final mission to, like, stop one of his bad guys, while his son is watching over planet Earth. And the bat people are doing something. I don't know what, but they're doing something. And the Green Lanterns are just still a thing, but no one cares. So, yeah. Alright. That's the, uh, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you both for joining. It's been a pleasure. I got to rant about comics. I'm always happy about that. Uh, thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you purchase podcasts. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, where we have our Meme Mondays and our icebreakers that we post. You can answer the icebreakers, and then here are our answers in the episode. On Twitter, at BetterBudCast, use the hashtag BetterBuddies when you tweet about the show. Or our Gmail account, BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. And last, but not least, be a better buddy. <laughs> <laughs>